Good morning. You're listening to the top news stories of the day from around the world powered by Newsbulb. A political dispute has erupted over Telangana Chief Minister K Chandrasekhar Rao's demand for proof of the surgical strike on Pakistan in 2016. The Congress and the Telangana Rashtra Samiti, according to Union Minister Anurag Thakur, are merely mimicking Pakistan. K Chandrasekhar Rao attacked the BJP on Sunday accusing it of utilizing religious and military allusions to win state elections. KCR claimed that surgical strikes in Pakistan in response to the Uri assault in 2016 should be credited to the army rather than the BJP. Shivraj Singh Chauhan, the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh, expressed sorrow over the deaths of two laborers stuck in a tunnel in Katni district and announced financial help of 4 lakh rupees to each of the deceased's family and 50,000 rupees to each of the injured, according to an official. Despite a 28-hour rescue mission, the two stuck laborers were unable to be saved. Seven of the nine workers trapped in the tunnel that collapsed late Saturday night have been rescued, and the National Disaster Response Force and State Disaster Emergency Response Force teams' search operation has ended. The Railway Ministry is working on the DPR, that is, detailed project report for the Mumbai-Nagpur bullet train project, as well as six other high-speed rail routes. The proposed bullet train would reduce travel time between Mumbai and Nagpur to 3.5 hours. The report will be released by the February end. On Monday, the Mamta Banerjee-led Trinamool Congress was ahead in all four municipal corporations in West Bengal where elections were held on 12 February. The TMC won 24 of the 41 seats in Bidhannagar and led in 10, while the Congress backed one. Meanwhile, Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee thanked the public for voting for TMC candidates. A 48-year-old Maharashtra woman died after the family members of her daughter's friend allegedly beat her up over a WhatsApp status which the daughter's friend thought was directed to her. Police said on Monday, the accused in the matter have been arrested. A medical college in Pakistan's capital has issued Valentine's Day guidelines ordering girls to wear hijab and boys to wear white prayer caps while maintaining a 2-meter space between them. This is being done to prevent pupils from taking part in Valentine's Day celebrations and related activities that lead youth down the wrong path. A United Nations official confirmed on Saturday that five UN staff members had been kidnapped in Yemen's volatile Abyan province. UN staff personnel were on their way back to Aden after having finished a field mission as per the resident and humanitarian coordinator for Yemen's senior communications adviser. To ensure their release, the United Nations is in constant contact with the authorities. The unknown gunmen are believed to be members of Yemen's Al-Qaeda branch and have been assumed to take them to an unknown location. No one has claimed responsibility for the abduction so far. Geo Platforms on Monday announced it has partnered with SES to provide satellite-based broadband services in India. The two companies have formed a joint venture, Geo Space Technology Limited. Geo Platforms and SES will own 51% and 49% equity stake respectively. According to Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology sources, the central government has banned 54 Chinese applications that pose a threat to India's security. The banned applications include beauty camera, sweet selfie HD, Viva video editor, app lock and dual space light. India on Monday reported more than 34,100 fresh COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours. This case tally is 24% lower than yesterday. The positivity rate rose to 3.19%. 
while the recovery rate is currently at 97.68%. Amid declining COVID-19 cases, schools for students from nursery to class 8th in Delhi reopened on Monday. However, schools will have to follow the COVID-19 protocols. The Delhi government has said that the hybrid model of education for all classes will continue. A company has just launched a French fry perfume for Valentine's Day. Fries by Idaho is a limited edition perfume that is available on Idaho Potato Commission's website. The fragrance has been made from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils. The bottle comes in a fancy-looking 1.7-ounce crystalline bottle. The commission cited that a recent national survey conducted by Paul Fish suggested that almost 90% of Americans can't resist the smell of salty french fries. 15 out of 23 monkeys have died in Neuralink's trial to link the human brain to a computer. The company aims to communicate with machines by thought and help cure neurological conditions like Alzheimer's, dementia, etc. by implanting wireless brain-computer chips. Air India has asked its cabin crew to wear minimal jewellery to avoid delays at security checks. It has also asked them not to visit duty-free shops after completing the immigration process. This comes as Air India looks to improve on-time performance. Amid the UP Assembly polls 2022, Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath on Monday said the BJP will secure over 300 seats in this election. He also said that it is an 80s versus 20 battle in UP this time. Talking about the hijab row, he said that the dream of Gazwa e Hind will never come true. Yogi Adityanath added that the siblings, referring to Rahul and Priyanka Gandhi, are enough to ruin the Congress and nobody else is needed for the same. The chief minister said, Why are you supporting Bekar Congress in Uttarakhand? I asked the people. As for the new guidelines, international passengers arriving at the Indira Gandhi International Airport will not require to undergo mandatory week-long quarantine from Monday. All the passengers will show a self-declaration form on arrival at the airport. All travellers will self-monitor their health for the next 14 days of arrival. The protocol post-arrival mandates that 2% of the total passengers in a flight will undergo random testing at the airport. Former Kenyan Prime Minister Rela Odinga on Sunday extended his thanks to Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, saying traditional medicine brought his daughter's eyesight back. He also urged Prime Minister Modi to bring this treatment method, referring to Ayurveda, to Africa so it can help others as well. Odinga's daughter Rosemary was undergoing treatment at Kerala's Ayurvedic Hospital. The Kenyan leader also said that treatment at hospitals in Kenya, South Africa, Germany, Israel and China did not help in any significant restoration of sight. The government said that the glaciers in the Karakoram region are in a stable condition but those feeding the Ganga and the Brahmaputra river basins are melting at a faster rate. The government has been monitoring six glaciers in the Chandra Basin in western Himalayas since 2013. Melting glaciers have a significant impact on the water resources of Himalayan rivers due to changes in glacier basin hydrology, downstream water budget, etc. They also increase the risk related to glacier hazards due to the enhanced number and volume of glacier lakes. India's biggest state-owned insurer LIC filed its draft Red Herring Prospectus that is DRHP for its mega IPO on Sunday. LIC has said that the net IPO offer will constitute 4.99% of the company's post-offer paid-up share capital. The IPO issue is expected to be the country's largest public issue and will hit the capital market in March. 
A portion of the IPO will be reserved for anchor investors. As per the draft prospectus filed, LIC will offload 316.25 million shares. Polling on all 40 seats in Goa and on 55 seats across nine districts in Uttar Pradesh began at 7 a.m. on Monday. Single-phase polling in Uttarakhand's 70 seats is set to begin at 8 a.m. The counting of votes will be taken up on 10th March. With the ruling BJP looking to retain UP, Goa and Uttarakhand, the elections in these states will also prove to be a test for the BJP government. The major opponents of the BJP in Goa and Uttarakhand are Congress and Ahmadmi Party, while the Samajwadi Party is giving tough competition to BJP in UP. Biological E has sought emergency use authorization from India's drug regulator for its COVID-19 vaccine, Corbivax, for the 12 to 18 years age group. The Drugs Controller General of India has already approved Corbivax for restricted use in emergency situation among adults. The Corbivax vaccine is administered through an intramuscular route with two doses scheduled 28 days apart and is stored at 2 to 8 degrees Celsius temperatures. The company has conducted phase 1 or 2 and 2 or 3 clinical trials of its COVID-19 vaccine in the country. The ISRO successfully launched the Earth Observation Satellite, that is EOS-04, on board the Polar Satellite Launch Vehicle on Monday. The launch carried two other rideshare satellites into orbit as the Indian Space Agency set in motion work for 2022. The Earth Observation Satellite-04 is also called Radar Imaging Satellite, that is RISAT. It has been designed to provide high-quality images under all weather conditions for applications such as agriculture, flood mapping, soil moisture and hydrology, etc. Scientists have successfully created a synthetic fish from lab-grown human heart cells. A clip showing the fish moving on its own was shared online. As per scientists, the study is being seen as a step towards building a human heart in a lab. The details of the study have now been published on science.org. To create the robot fish, the researchers have to first study the movements of a zebrafish. After that, they sought to apply the motion to the artificial fish. England all-rounder Liam Livingston was the most expensive player bought on day two of the IPL auction in Bangalore. He was bought for a whopping 11 crore 50 lakh rupees by Punjab Kings. On day one, Ishan Kishan emerged as the costliest player at the auction. You were listening to the Newswell podcast. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and download the application from Google Play Store and App Store.